The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Wednesday morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Happy to have you with us here on this beautiful Wednesday in the Lee Company studio in the Front Porch Sports headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM. Seven minutes past the hour here. Boy, it feels nice to be sitting down after standing for like 12 hours yesterday, it felt like. Uh, also having air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, riding in the car yesterday with the windows down was like having air conditioning. That's, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was really nice. Hey, don't, don't complain about yesterday. It was one of the beautiful... It, it was, was a, it it was was a, a great day. day. It was a beautiful day. Not, and you know, uh, Warm, but not hot. Hopefully it gets... Oh, that's in my neck. Oh, well, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. Lawson looks like uh, a lobster today. It's, it's not... Only in certain places, though. I mean, he's well, not... He well, he is the poster child for now, the Tennessee redneck. So... <laughs> We're just going to leave that. <laughs> um, super, super great day yesterday. After the show, had a, had a lot of fun watching some 7-on-7 seven seven football. It's nice to see high school athletes getting to compete against different teams and schools and haven't seen that. Didn't see it at all last year in this time of the year, so really excited to have gotten to see that. Plenty of coverage on sm-tnsports.com through uh, through video and photos and written word. So check that out. Got a great show for you, but first, Mo, what's up? Just recovering from yesterday. I hear you. We we did a lot of running and and a lot of rerouting and all sorts of fun stuff. It's nothing like fumbling around in the middle of nowhere in Bedford County because your original route is blocked by semi across both lanes of a narrow two lane road for lack of a better phrase listen we're riding we're just driving down the road minding our own little business headed to shovel next thing we know we look up there and there's about five or six cars stopped in the middle of the road stopped. We're like, this is weird that's suspicious and then there's an oversized load escort vehicle on the side of the road which is never ideal 
And <laughs> we can't really see far enough ahead of us to know what's going on. But after some folks turned around and we spoke with them, it, it appeared that something had fallen off the probably the bed of a flatbed truck and was blocking the entire road across the road. So with six foot ditches on either side of the road. So you can't there was no, uh, well, I mean, uh, whatever fell off was long enough to cover the ditches too. Wow. I mean, it was, it was really, it was, it was like poles or something. <laughs> yeah. Something had fallen off the back of a um, flatbed. It seemed it was in addition good. to, yeah, it, no, as Chris would say, it was a whole thing. It was a whole ordeal. And so remember how I was talking about, uh, Learning how to read maps when I was younger came in handy yesterday (laughs) because I'm over there. All right, how do we get around this? (laughs) We got around it. We did. It took a little bit. Yeah, that county has has things. Last summer, I was going somewhere. I was running a little bit late. Same jam up. Had 15 cars either side. Can't get away. Once I got there, found out it was two kids hurting a turtle across the road. Well, <laughs> at least it was a good reason. There you go. But it and, was, and you uh, had an idea of how long that was going to take. We didn't know. Yeah, but it was just uh, the only thing I got. Was I was late. <laughs> that was the only problem. Was I was already late to where I was headed. So. Yeah, it's a. It, it was. It was a. It was an interesting day, to say the least. We, you know, that put us behind schedule quite a bit, and so we had to. Rush through lunch and get over to Shelbyville. And rushing through lunch was the worst thing. Exactly. That's. I mean, I wanted to be able to enjoy that Popeyes chicken sandwich. We wanted to not have that a Popeyes, Popeyes chicken sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> that I didn't know what the original plan was, so it did not involve Popeyes. <laughs> oh, anyway, other than that, it was a good day. Oh yeah, and, we recovered, and today's going to be a good day. Because we've got a great show lined up for you. Uh, plenty to talk about as we get uh, to talk to Kit Hartsfield about yesterday's events over at Shelbyville. He led his team to a second place finish in the tournament portion of the 7-on-7 seven seven passing camp over there. We're also going to talk a little NBA with uh, Spring Hill High School graduate, Landon Seacrest of Seco Sports will visit with Vandy baseball play-by-play voice Kevin Ingram, who has a really cool Twitter name, Kingram. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll also talk about the Braves, who are on a roll right now, but they're approaching that. Uh, yeah. They're approaching that 500 <laughs> mark. So we'll get right Don't now. Tell them that. Be, be yeah. very quiet. Yeah, yeah. We're all right now. We yeah. we ain't 500 yet. We be hunting. Yeah, we're not 500 yet. We'll also talk about uh, Major League Baseball versus its pitchers because it's starting to get a little ridiculous at this point, and I got some things to say. So, that's never When, when don't you? Uh, well, there's that, but it's going to be one of those Chris has have, something to say. Th- top, I'll have top my events. finger ready on the dump button. So, so. <laughs> probably not a bad idea. It's also Wild and Wacky Wednesday, so you can't beat that, right? Wild and Wacky Wednesday, where we give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. Lawson always has a good one. This week, he has another good one. 
and somewhat. I already forgot it. It's, uh, there's one. Yo, it's actually that's not good. One well, is sports. It it's sports related. One of them is sports related. So, I'm sure most everybody's heard about it by now. It's it's kind of hit the hit the world by storm in the last couple of days. <laughs> but we'll probably talk about it, and then we'll get into the weirder and wilder news. Anyway, join us on Facebook if you would like to. Uh, join the conversation. You can do that. Commenting on Facebook, feel free. You can also see us on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports. We have live video there. You can tweet us and we'll obviously also respond to you there. So, tons to get to this, this morning. Uh, I'll tell you though, Hump day after not being here on Monday feels really good. It's like, man. Yeah, I could get used to these short weeks. And, and Monday being the, – the problem is that once football starts, Monday's kind of important. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> you you got to – yeah. So it's not like we can just say, hey, we're just not going to do Mondays anymore because, well, that's just not how it works. It is unfortunate. I'm over here yawning like I'm not like I'm tired or something. I don't know why I would be. Lawson, I'm sorry we didn't get you any sunscreen yesterday. The thing is, I actually had some in my bag. I just forgot I had it. Oh, don't admit that out loud. It's not man. our fault then. <laughs> yeah, it's not your fault. I never thought it was our fault. Yeah. But here's the difference. It? I've raised kids to that age. You've not. So, you know, at some point, they got to be responsible for themselves. And I would or, or say pay the price. <laughs> once, once, once they have reached college graduateship, then that's the point. So, well, no. I will say I mean, this. I, I empathize with the fact that he got burned, but. I will say that he didn't hey, know it, he was going to be spending the day out in the sun when he got here that to yesterday. Okay. But so, how many CVSs did we pass between here and Shelby? Sure. How how many times did you look in your bag? It was actually in uh, one of the sides where I put my drinks, and so it was hidden. Here's the other question: hidden. How long <laughs> from myself? Yes. How That's, long? Have, how long have you had these features that make you susceptible to the sun? My entire that, life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have. Like, I have a redheaded daughter myself, so we we've, we've I, had to talk with her about that a few times. <laughs> I feel like you know. People who look like you, Lawson, should just keep sunscreen in their pocket <laughs> at all times. Yeah, I'm going to agree and, with you and, on and that. See, and see, here's the thing. I feel quite sure that he and a responsible adult in his household have had this conversation. Oh, I'm certainly sure. Yeah. So, so anyway. Yeah. So much for the sympathy part, right? No. I, I mean, I'm, I don't want any because <laughs> honestly, you're not getting I, it. I deserve it. You're not going to get it. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's trash on the intern day, I guess. It's all right. We still love you. Oh, no question. You did a great job on the video. Hey, Absolutely. we don't pick on you. If we don't pick on you, something's wrong. That's the exactly. problem. That's the problem. All right. Let's, uh, let's get ready to take our first break. But first... It's Wednesday, it's the first segment, and it's time for the rundown. 
This is The Rundown. In baseball action last night, of interest, it was the Milwaukee Brewers <laughs> knocking off Arizona again for what's what's that? The 18th loss in 19 games now for At Arizona. Least. Five nothing Milwaukee over the uh, the Diamondbacks. It was the Chicago Cubs seven, the Cleveland Indians one. <laughs> The Detroit Tigers defeated St. Louis 8-2, and the Braves with their second straight shutout victory over the Mets by a 3-1 decision. In NBA, I'm sorry, 3-0 decision. Yeah, in NBA playoff action, Phoenix takes a 2-0 lead in the series via a game-winning alley-oop from an inbounds play. 104-103 Suns over the Clippers. In Stanley Cup playoff action, the Montreal Canadiens one win away from the Stanley Cup finals with a 4-1 win over the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And in College World Series action, Texas eliminated Tennessee via an 8-4 decision. And Mississippi State, a comeback win over Virginia 6-5. In baseball action today of local interest, it's the Dodgers at San Diego. That's a 9 o'clock start tonight on ESPN. Um, the Blue Jays play at the Marlins at 6:10. That's on ESPN Plus. Also at 6:10, the Braves continue their series against the host New York Mets. That's a 6:10 start on Bally Sports South. Also, um, that game can be heard on our sister station 103.7 FM WKRM pregame beginning at 4:55. In NBA playoff action, game one in the Eastern Conference Finals, it's Hawks and Bucks at 7.30 on TNT. In game six of the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Lightning look to clinch against the Islanders on the road. Uh, It's a 7 p.m. puck drop on NBC Sports Network. In College World Series action, Stanford and Vanderbilt will take part in an an elimination game. That's at 6 o'clock on ESPN. And tonight, if you're looking for some live baseball action locally, uh, Old Hickory travels to Dave Hall Field on the campus of Columbia State to take on the post-19 seniors. So there you have it, your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's Kit Hartsfield, the pro, uh, football coach at Mount Pleasant High School. Jeez. We will be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint to the Lee Company Studio right after this. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. 
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show at all, you know Chris and I are always up for a good meal. Located off Port Royal Road, Coach's Corner is the only locally owned and operated sports bar in Spring Hill. Bringing you the best sports bar atmosphere and food possible, make sure to check out their inventive menu, especially their delicious burgers. Check them out at CoachesCornerSportsGrill.com. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. To the lead company studio here in Columbia, Tennessee. Coming to you from the Front Porch Sports Headquarters on 1017 WKOM. Live on Facebook, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, and on Twitter, SM underscore TN Sports. Glad to have you with us. As always... 24 minutes past the hour, and we are excited to have Coach's Corner coming up, brought to you by our friends at From the Heart Cafe. Renee over in Chapel Hill does a fantastic job of breakfast in the... The, the breakfast barn. The breakfast, yeah, detached breakfast barn. Uh, she does a great job there. And then, of course, uh, lunch with the sandwiches and burgers and all of the fixings that go along with the pasta salad is phenomenal. Also, catering. Don't oh, forget yeah. catering. Yeah. Um, she did a big deal. She's done a big deal with the Franklin Fire Department here over um, some various occasions that they've had. So, you know, if you're looking for some catering, Give her a call. Like bag lunches and stuff, like sandwiches, chips, and that sort of thing. They just do a great job with it. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. You should check them out. They are located at 4384 Nashville Highway in Chapel Hill. When you get to the intersection of 99, turn right. And it's on the right. And it's right there. Can't and miss immediately. it. Immediately. Well, don't say that. Well. Every time you tell, well, every time I'm told you can't miss it, I miss it. So. There's that. I hear you. But. They are the sponsors of Coach's Corner, and we are happy to have on the Parks Murder Sales Hotline with us this morning, Mount Pleasant football coach Kit Hartsfield. Coach, welcome into the show. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Uh, Thank you guys for having me. I just want to know if y'all have cleared off a spot in the trophy case for that um, Shelbyville 7-on-7 tournament runner-up trophy that you took (laughs) back yesterday. Uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, I think it's hanging out in the locker room somewhere. Uh, you know, our kids, you know, had a good day and we're excited. Uh, but I'm not, not a big fan of, of hanging up second place trophies for seven on seven, or maybe even first place trophies for seven on seven. But, uh, overall, I don't want to take away from, uh, from the kids effort and, and earning that. So that, that was, a, that was a good aspect of it. 
you know, I get that. And, and that makes perfectly good sense. But like you said, a lot of good aspects coming out of yesterday. I would imagine particularly, you know, um, new offensive coordinator Andrew Holcomb and getting some uh, bonding time on the field with your two quarterbacks, Tavarius Strayhorn and Nick Brown in particular. Those guys um, building a little chemistry out there in the heat. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, overall, I mean, it's just everything is new from offense and defense uh, systematically. And, uh, you know, offensively, it's drastically different. Uh, you know, we got three receivers on the field most of the time uh, and a tight end that can run and catch. So, uh, you know, being able to spread the ball around, uh, you know, two quarterbacks that are, you know, drinking – Drinking water through a fire hose right now. Um, probably both did a little bit better than I expected first time uh, competing. And, you know, I, I told our kids, you know, we're probably only about 65% of the way installed and, uh, you know, on cleanliness and execution from where we want to be. And uh, so for them two guys to uh, perform like they did, um, you know, pull for one another and compete at the same time, uh, you know, they rotated every drive uh, the entire day through eight games. Uh, and it's nice to uh, not notice who's in or not in, uh, you know, based on what's going on on the field. That means, you know, probably good things were happen- happening a lot of the time. Uh, so I'm really proud, really proud of how they've handled themselves and competed and just keep learning the offense. You know, you mentioned that you guys went with three receivers and a tight end all day. I'm, I'm not sure that people realize Mount Pleasant even had three receivers, to be honest. But, um, you know, Demarcus Brown is a proven commodity for you. Tyler Berry has seen a lot of playing time for Mount Pleasant. But there was a kid that, as Chris noted yesterday, constantly showed up um, for you on offense. I think um, think somebody said he's a sophomore. Mesa? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you guys noticed that. I was definitely going to mention his name. Uh, DeMarcus obviously is in in the spotlight most of the day. and You know, in my opinion, on the teams I saw, uh, based on production, was probably the best player out there yesterday on that day. Um, But, you know, to have other people step up, you know, you play games, people cramp, and, you know, they start double covering DeMarcus or whatever, and – Darian Meza, a sophomore receiver uh, in corner, uh, really stepped up and made huge plays all day long and, you know, got bumped in the ribs there early and, you know, kept playing and battling through it. And, uh, man, he, he really uh, really showed out and stepped up and kind of made his presence felt. And, you know, he's a long, lean uh, guy. He's a multi-sport track guy. He made it to state and, or almost made it to state in the 400 meters of freshman. Uh, so he's got a really nice stride on him and caught balls in traffic. And, uh, you know, he actually slid in after Jeffrey Williamson had had, had some cramps and hydration issues. Uh, so Jeffrey was actually starting and had a great day until that. So Darian stepped in and uh, no drop-off. I mean, really just kind of maybe elevated it in some certain ways. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Mount Pleasant, first-year football coach Kid Hartsfield. And – um. Coach, you got off to a great start with a win over Columbia Academy. And, and, you know, from a team standpoint and from an individual standpoint, as you discussed, Darian Mesa in particular, 
you don't put a whole lot in seven on seven, but at the same time, situations like this allow teams and allow kids to build some confidence in their abilities, I would imagine. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, when the fall starts, nobody's going to remember who was first or second in the tournaments, nor will they care. Um, and I'm included in that group. But there's a lot that can come out of it, especially with new coaches and uh, doing a lot of new things. Um, you know, the competitiveness, you know, you want to see the kids compete. Uh, you want to see them uh, fight through adversity, uh, which we did all day yesterday and kind of put them in a, a winner-loser situation, uh, you know, because that adds more pressure. Uh, and there's a lot of teachable moments uh, in pressure situations and some good and some bad. And, you know, I think, I think it's very important to, uh, try to weed out all the, all the bad teachable moments of before you get to the season and being able to compete and, uh, you know, do all those things like we did yesterday. Um, I just think you get more out of it, uh, when there's something on the line. Uh, yes, we want to get better at football and scheme and, uh, technique and, all those things are important, but for me, it's that competitiveness and going through adversity and uh, building that trust. And like you just said, uh, you know, gaining confidence, uh, you know, I think is important for our guys right now. Um, you know, having some success and kind of riding that momentum and building off of that uh, kind of game after game, I think, is how it went yesterday. And we, you know, we were down, I think, every game in tournament play and was able to uh, to battle back uh, late and people step up and make plays. So, you know, I, I think those are very, you know, the most important uh, factors in 7-on-7 in seven seven is just all those teachable moments and putting those guys in pressure situations. Yeah, Coach, you know, I think it's it's so important for you to have this summer opportunity. Of course, you had the spring as well. But – for a, a a program that has traditionally not thrown the ball very much, these passing camps have to help you at least uh, help your receivers get the the route combinations down and that sort of thing. How how important is the seven on seven aspect to changing the idea of the offensive scheme at Mount Pleasant? Yeah, I mean it's you know it's very different for them. Uh, I remember early on after I took the job, uh, you know, the kids are kind of, you know, saying, you know, he's, he played receiver and, you know, this guy started at receiver and he's kind of, you know, going back and forth, talking a little smack, who's going to start at receiver. And I was like, guys, there's, there's going to be more than one receiver start. <laughs> and, uh, they're like, Oh yeah. You know, uh, so, you know, they're I think not used to that to coach. <laughs> Yeah, and it is uh, easy to get buy-in from that perspective um, as well. But like I said, just being out there, we threw it around in the spring game like crazy because um, it's just an aspect that, uh, you know, we have to get better at and pass protection up front, just things they haven't done a lot of and understanding concepts and coverages and and all those things. Uh, you know, we got, I mean, felt like 400 reps uh, uh, yesterday. Um, you know, and quarterbacks got to see coverages and go through progressions and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, if they can't do it without a pass rush coming at them, then they sure won't be able to do it with, with guys, uh, coming to hit them as they try to throw it. So, um, you know, there's a lot to learn and a lot to grow, 
uh, from seven on seven. Now, I know there's a lot of people that that don't like it, but, but there's really nothing else football can do. I mean, we can't hit year-round. Uh, we can't play travel baseball and, uh, you know, AU basketball and things like that. So, And we're able to do it as a team within our, our system, unlike those sports. So, no, I mean, there's a lot of positive to come from it at the end of the day. The champions of the tournaments and stuff is, is going to be forgotten. But like I said earlier, uh, so many teachable moments that we never would have gotten uh, just being in a, you know, a passing league where where there wasn't a distinguished winner or loser. Kid Hartsfield, first year Mount Pleasant football coach with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Visiting on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Kit, I'm always fascinated. I, I saw Dontavius Ellison made the trip with you guys yesterday, but what do you do with your linemen when you're doing seven-on-seven stuff? Yeah, uh, you know, yesterday, uh, you know, we, we loaded the vans and headed seven-on-seven, seven and the uh, linemen were in the weight room with uh, – with Coach Johnson, and, uh, you know, they get some field work after that with uh, Coach Big John Williams. And, uh, you know, when they're done, uh, you know, Don Tavius and, and uh, Harden Hughes, uh, you know, rode over to support the seven-on-seven team. So, you know, they're, they're still working on their, their phase and their aspect. And, you know, they there are some lineman challenges out there. I haven't seen many this year. Um, that would be fun for them. They don't get the same opportunities and – that's kind of the card you're dealt with your entire life when you play line. You do all the hard work and get a, a little bit of glory, but that's why they're the most special and most important unit on the team. So, you know, they're working. They were here this morning working uh, two hours before the 7-on-7 seven seven guys are coming in. Get ice baths, get ready to go again tomorrow. That's uh, that's tough, man. You don't get to do the fun stuff. You just you, – you, you do the grunt work and – Everybody else gets the glory and gets to have fun. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not always about the glory. It's about the W's, and I'm sure that your your guys are, are working hard for that. Uh, moving into Class 2A next year should should be a, a challenge for them and one that I'm sure that you and your team are looking forward to. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, you know, they they're, the O-line has to be the centerpiece. uh of the team and the defensive line. And, you know, in my opinion, the game's one up front, no matter how many times you throw it, eventually you got to block and beat blocks. Um, you know, those kids are, are typically, uh, you know, don't, don't even want the glory or need it. Uh, they they kind of see the big picture a little bit faster sometimes and uh, in the results and uh you know, our, our, our line guys got great leaders in that unit with uh, D as an older guy, uh, Buchanan, he's going to be a junior, and Harden Hughes is a young leader for us. So, you know, I, I like where they're headed in that direction. Um, you know, we'll just try to ride this into, into the season, get as good as we can, and moving up a class, a really good district, and uh, should be interesting. I I haven't been around here, so I don't I don't know much about it. Um, we're just kind of focused on being the best team we can be right now. I hear you. Coach, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on uh, yesterday's wins, even though it's you're not going to put the trophy up anywhere special. 
it's still important to know that your kids competed at a high level, I'm sure. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Really proud of how we competed and performed. And, uh, you know, it's always more, for, more fun when you win, no matter what you're doing. So, uh, you know, hopefully we are able to go to uh, Giles County and, uh, give a good run at it again tomorrow. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Kent Hartsfield on coach's corner on the parks, motor sales hotline, uh, joining us here on Southern middle Tennessee sports day coach. We will talk to you very soon as uh, football continues to inch closer. So, thank you guys. Thank you for uh, your coverage in the area for all all the teams. I know y'all probably wore out yesterday. <laughs> you have no idea. We slept well. Yes, last night. So, <laughs> no yeah. question. No question. Yeah, it wasn't eighty. Just wait till it gets heated up. There. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that, <laughs> Coach. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have all a good right. one. All right, we are were on the Parks Murder Sales Hotline with Coach Kit Hartsfield of Mount Pleasant. I always enjoy uh, talking with the folks down in Mount Pleasant. They're great folks and and looking forward to continuing the relationship that we have with Coach Hartsfield and other coaches down there and future coaches down there because <laughs> they still got a few open spots, so... Looking forward to it. Mo, uh, talk about being worn out. I was worn out yesterday, but it was a lot of fun. We did get to see, uh, we did get to see two different passing camps again. We just talked about Mount Pleasant winning that, or taking second place in that uh, Shelbyville tournament against Lake County, who who won via a interception late, a fifteen thirteen win. You get two points for an interception in passing camp, so that's how they ended up winning the game. Um, but Columbia Academy. Competed well over there for made it to the semifinals, and Richland was uh, eliminated early by East Robertson. But you know they do have a former Michigan commit. So, and then of course the nightcap over at Columbia Central that saw CA Columbia Central Spring Hill and Lawrence County. Just fun to watch all of these teams kind of get some work in. And, and like I think it's like you said, Chris, the fact that we were deprived of all this activity last year uh, I think really kind of makes it a little bit more special this time around for everybody um the coaching staffs the players the the fans I mean I was really impressed with the turnout over at Central yesterday evening I mean it was a great night to be out until the sun went down yeah and then it got a little chilly it got a little chilly for June for June 22nd but I mean not going to complain about it. Just felt a little underdressed. But, um, you know, I, I think everybody had a great time being out there, watching those kids work, and um, it's just a good thing. Um, I think one of the things that sometimes gets overlooked, and I started – I knew we were running close on time, so I didn't want to ask him to, or spend too much time on it, but these seven-on-sevens seven are, are as important defensively as they are offensively. This is the one time where your defensive backs get tested for their coverage, you know, hitting their spots, hitting their their landmarks and stuff like that, making sure they pick up the right people they're supposed to pick up. Because without a pass rush, that quarterback does have that time to look and and, and you have to get stretched. You're going to get beat a lot. That's the nature. That's the nature of seven on seven. But it also <laughs> allows you to carry your coverage further and further out into the play and not get it, okay. You don't have to worry about somebody running it, the quarterback running that, it or, or something. That or 
your coverage getting cut short because you got a sack. You know, yeah. you have to you have to continue Cover your coverage all the way out, and it gets a a lot of good practice in that. Mo, what was it? The defensive coordinator from Fairview said yesterday: if you don't score on every possession, you're not very you're good. not very good. <laughs> yep, yep. Ron King, the defensive coordinator over at Fairview, like you said, um, right before Mount Pleasant beat Fairview, actually yeah. in the quarterfinals. And I tell you what, I thought. Regardless of what Mount Pleasant did from that point forward, it's a good day because Chris Hughes over at Fairview, if there is a coach that's built for seven-on-seven, it's that dude. And, you know, I think if you beat him, you've kind of accomplished something. So I thought as seven-on-seven wins go, that was a big one for Mount Pleasant there. But, you know, you and I talked throughout the day, Chris, and – I guess maybe I'm just old school enough. I think if you're not careful, seven on seven can create some bad habits. There were certainly some times where you saw players maybe not. You know how you, in practice, you kind of go through the motion sometimes. And they tell you, you play like you practice. Mm-hmm. If you don't do the de- if the, the devil's in the details, if you don't carry out your play fake or if you don't carry out you know, your, drops. Your, your drop. Or if you don't run your entire route, that's going to carry over. And you can't let that happen. I mean, you have to do the little things. Just because nobody's rushing you doesn't mean that somebody won't be rushing you. And if you start flat-footed. Yeah, you're, and then you're not... You know, you're not it's not like you things. just flip a switch. It's like, oh, okay, we're 11 on 11. We're in pads. I, I need to take my drops now. Because it's, there's a lot of muscle memory involved in a lot of this stuff it's you have to do the little things so, or now that's where you're or successful. They won't, you won't do them in the fall and your successful coaches pay attention to those little things in that in those situations and, and mm. stuff like that so um and those that aren't so successful <laughs> we'll leave that to be unsaid but uh, uh let's do let's do <laughs> let's take a break because we've got landon Seacrest to talk a little NBA action mm-hmm. on the other side of the break. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint Seco Sports Landon Secrets right after this. 